Listener's discretion is advised. In the criminal justice system, the people are represented by two separate but equally important groups, the police who investigate crime and the district attorneys who prosecute the offenders, who in this case are the police, because, come on, we all saw the video. What are you waiting for? That's it. I'm going to the protest. Do the dun-dun. To all parties who are listening here tonight, now let us begin with something that had happened last week during the Trump rally. Yes, the Trump rally took place in Tulsa, Oklahoma, but mm, it's not what you expected. Yeah, yeah, not what you expected. They said it's going to be a sold-out crowd, but nope. It didn't happen, didn't it? Saturday night's rally was supposed to be Trump's big moment. He's been jonesing for the frothed up crowd for three months. His campaign was advertising it as the Great American Comeback Festival. That's right. This indoor rally of thousands of screaming fans was a chance for a comeback for Trump and COVID-19. One of them is going to have a really, really big fall. Leading up to the rally, Trump predicted greatness. Over a million people uh, requested tickets. Well, there's just a hunger for the rallies, and I enjoy doing them, but they enjoy them more importantly than me. They enjoy them. It gives energy to everybody. We expect to have, uh, you know, it's like a record-setting crowd. We've never had an empty seat, and we certainly won't in Oklahoma. He's right. There wasn't an empty seat. There were thousands of them. Wow, that's a lot of empty space and aimless mingling. That looks like a Beyonce concert of just the dads who are dropping their daughters off. The emptiest of all the empty seats were in the stadium's upper deck. So before anyone says that the Trump campaign crapped the bed, clearly they pulled an upper decker. Trump's team was so overconfident about the attendance, they built an overflow stage outside for a pre-rally speech by Trump and Pence for their estimated crowd of 40 thousand. Instead, the crowd was 25 people. That's not a presidential rally. That's the private party room at the Olive Garden. 25 people. It doesn't say great things when there are fewer people in your crowd than have credibly accused you of sexual assault. In fact, there were so few people at the overflow stage that the campaign decided to dismantle it while the event inside was just starting. It reminds me of the beautiful message in a field of dreams. People still won't like you. To put this disaster in perspective, 
The arena Trump spoke in can hold more than 19,000 people, but only 6,200 people attended. That's one-third capacity. No, I don't want to be a glass half-empty kind of guy, but half-empty would be a huge improvement. But we also have to look at what happens in the coronavirus era, too, because there are some states that have had lots of COVID-19 cases. Yes, including some of his own administration. But I will say it again tomorrow night, just to let you guys be reminded. But COVID-19 is getting worse. Right now, coronavirus cases are surging in 23 states, and that doesn't make Trump's handling of the virus look competent. But the president says it's not his fault. And with testing, you know, testing is a double-edged sword. Here's the bad part. When you test, when you do testing to that extent, you're going to find more people, you're going to find more cases. So I said to my people, slow the testing down, please. COVID has killed over 120,000 Americans, and he wants to slow down the testing. But at least he said, please, mother, may I kill everyone? Now, to try to deflect blame from himself, Trump tried out some new names for the coronavirus. COVID-19. That name gets further and further away from China, as opposed to calling it the Chinese virus. Oh, it's COVID. It's this. I've got, it's, by the way, it's a disease, without question, has more names than any disease in history. I can name Kung Flu. That name is incredibly offensive and that's not me talking that's white house senior advisor kellyanne conway who said this in march when she found out someone unnamed in the white house had used that phrase of course it's wrong that's very hurtful and unhelpful so you should tell us all who it is i'd like to know who it what? is careful what you ask for kellyanne you know what they say ignorance is your boss but now that she knows who it is, you know that Kellyanne is going to march into the Oval Office and give that guy a piece of her soul. And who might be that ignorant boss, You, you may, I may ask? You know what? Don't answer that question. Now, calling the coronavirus Kung Flu is another way of stooping into the new level of racism. Yes. Trump should host a game show called The Blame Game. He is very good at that. Now, I'm going to have to let you in on a throwback. 2018, State of the Union. He gave this inspirational tone. Just have a listen in. If there is a mountain, we climb it. If there's a frontier, we cross it. If there's a challenge, we tame it. If there's an opportunity, we seize it. If there's a burger, we eat it. <laughs> if there is a porn star, we bone it. If there's an immigrant, we deport it. If there's an investigation, we undermine it. If there's a bush, we shave it. If there is a microphone, we drop it. If there is a race car, we wreck it. And if there's a thick ass, we smack it. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, settle down, 
settle down, settle down, entire planet, settle down. Yeah, people, settle down. Come on, we don't want to escalate the uh, racial war again. I don't want to have a racial war with other people. Believe me, I don't want that to happen. Now we segue on to NASCAR news where um, Sunday afternoon, uh, it was supposed to host the uh, Geico 500 in Talladega Super Speedway, but there's a noose found in the 43 garage, the garage number four, uh, where the driver of the number 43 car, Darrell Walls Jr. race. Now, Monday, the entire race car drivers and race crew members gathered around the 43 car of Daryl Wallace Jr., including Daryl Wallace Jr.'s owner of the Richard Petty Motorsports, Richard Petty. Yes, this was Richard Petty's first NASCAR race since the race at Phoenix. And... Uh, after the race, when Ryan Blaney won, during his virtual press conference, here's what he had to say. Just me personally. So when I when I uh, heard of it, uh, Daryl told me um, we were we were sitting in my bus uh, when he told me uh, after he talked to NASCAR, and uh, you know he was obviously really emotional and hurt and really hurt by it. Um, you know, and I was, I was, I just didn't know what to say. You know, I, I couldn't find the words to, to describe how I felt. Cause I did, I felt a mixture of, of anger and, you know, sadness for him. Um, confused how anybody could do something like this. Um, I just felt all these different emotions and, and, uh, I'm, you know, I know that he went through a big range, but it was, it was pretty, you know, and you, you hate to see your buddies or anybody you love, you know, be sad or, you know, and, and be hurting. Um, so, you know, it's just, I tried to support him the best I could and, um, gave him a big hug before he left. And, and then he wanted to collect his thoughts and things like that. But I, I think it was just a, a multiple range of emotions. Um, last night I was really angry. I couldn't fall asleep. Uh, so it's just, you know, something that's, that's difficult, um, to try to describe, but, um, there was a lot of emotions that went into it uh, in multiple stages of the night. I think that's how you got to handle those situations, right? I mean, you can't let it, you can't let some idiots, you know, you know, trying to, to threaten somebody. Um, you know, you can't let that affect you. And I think, you know, it shows how strong Bubba is to be able to, you know, okay, you know, you're hurt and really saddened by it. And I'm, you know, I'm sure he's still hurt by it, but to, then to come together, all of us and then be strong. I thought that that's how you got to deal with that stuff. You know, if you let it really eat away at you, that person wins, you know, that those people win. So um, I, I think it's, it's great that everyone rose up, uh, Bubba included and, and, you know, really came together. Um, so I, I think, you know, I don't, I don't want it to be remembered as a, a terrible day or a, a bad day in NASCAR. You know, I want it to be remembered as there was an incident and we all overcame it together. And, uh, showed that we're not going to take it anymore man I'm, I'm, I'm getting sick of this and uh it's not something that he should deal with and um you know just uh kind of all i gotta say about that then after monday's race the fbi has uh, concluded the investigation on tuesday that 
the noose was not actually a noose, and it's not intentionally a hate crime against Bubba Wallace. They were not aware of it. Um, no, the 43 team were not aware when they were assigned to the garage no door number 4 during the Geico 500 race. They were not aware of it. And so, thank God there's no, there's no trouble there. But for all you people that think this will end up like Jesse Smollett, you all should be ashamed of yourselves. You should go to a tears of fears and tears of river cry where you can go throw stuff. Alright? When we return, we're gonna talk some little snippet of John Bolton's interview from Sunday night. Yes. And of course, some a book called The Room Where It Happened. But the interview where it happened is coming up next. Are you a red-blooded American who's sick of scaredy cat stores telling you to put away your gun and put on a mask? I'm not doing it because I woke up in a free country. Introducing the gun mask, the only mask that's also a gun. Why hide from coronavirus when you can shoot it in the head with the only mask liberals will be begging you not to wear? Because you're not a soy boy who needs a mask for protection. You're a tough American who needs a gun for protection. Gun masks come in three adult sizes. Pistol, assault rifle, and fucking bazooka. It's exactly six feet long, so all those social distancing crybabies will know exactly how far away to stay from you. They're 100% American made in China and have been approved by both the CDC and the NRA, so you can bear your arms directly on your face. Gun masks, it's like stand your ground for your face. And we have returned after a brief ad, ladies and gentlemen. Now we begin to go to a segue from John Bolton's interview Sunday night on ABC Network. Now, this comes the most anticipated for people who want to hear what John Bolton had to say. So here's a little bit of a snippet where he talked about the relationship between Donald Trump and King Jong-un when they both me met in Singapore. First time ever. That when you said, not particularly, but you know, one of the functions of, uh, of an administration official uh, is to defend the administration. The summit was over, but the bromance was in full bloom. Trump's nickname for Kim Jong-un was Rocket Man. Well, he, he gave him a, an Elton John CD. Donald Trump got a lot. The U.S. itself got nothing from that. 
the United States gave much more legitimacy uh, to this dictator uh, and didn't accomplish anything toward any meaningful discussion on the elimination of the nuclear weapons. Yeah, that pretty much makes sense to me, John. Really makes sense. Now, he also went on to discuss the relationship between Donald Trump and Russian President Vladimir Putin, where many times Donald Trump said, There is no collusion. Yeah, you know that Russian collusion incident that many people say helped Donald Trump win the election? Well, here's what Bolton had to say about that. On a few occasions, President Trump was eager or even desperate, as you describe it, to meet with Vladimir Putin. Well, I think there, were, there was the same fascination uh, with speaking with a leader like Putin that we uh, saw with respect to Kim Jong-un. The president himself used to comment on how strange it was that uh, in, in uh, one trip he took to a NATO summit, he said he thought the easiest, most pleasant one might be with Vladimir Putin. Yes, his meeting with Vladimir Putin is a quite interesting one, I might say. But tomorrow, I'm gonna have you listening to some more things. More things that you could ever imagine. Like the emails from Ivanka Trump, you know, that everybody is uh, calling out Hillary Clinton for. Yeah, that's the same one. And also, the uh, fact that John Bolton would not vote for either Trump or Joe Biden, even though... The election is just around the corner. Just around the corner, ladies and gentlemen. And with that, we will be right back after this brief ad. The fake promotional consideration is provided by... Green beef! Yeah, it shouldn't be green, but ain't nobody at the FDA to inspect it. And old lady in an inner tube way out in the ocean. Yeah, the Coast Guard will be back soon. Hang in there, Beth. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Now we get to listen to a song. Now, if you have a Samsung and you're still on the old update, you might hear the other version of Over the Horizon. So here it is on the old version of Samsung with the old jammy version of Over the Horizon.
and we will be right back. Well, that is it. That is tonight's edition of Random Stuff. I'm gonna leave you with one song, not one jingle that you're familiar with. Uh, Bushbeer's Head for the Mountains jingle. Yeah, that one iconic advertisement. Now, everyone knows the jingle. Come on along, head for the mountains of bush beer. Head for the mountains, it's cold and it's smooth, and it's waiting for you. Come on, head for the mountains of bush beer. Now, Billy Ray Cyrus did his rendition of Head for the Mountains ad, and Bush Beer and Billy Ray Cyrus is challenging all of you to do the same. You're, you can post the audio vo- version, you can post the video version of yourself on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram with the hashtag Head for the Mountains and hashtag contest. And you can do that up until June July, I mean, July 5th. Yes, July 5th is where it'll end. And the winner will have his or her rendition of the Head for the Mountains jingle for Bush Beer's new ad. So we'll leave you with that jingle with by Billy Ray Cyrus. So good night and uh, Bush. There's no place on earth that I'd rather be than out in the open where it's all plain to see. If it's gonna get done, it's up to you and to me. There's no place that I'd rather be. Head for the mountains, the mountains of bush. Head for the mountains of bush. Come along, head for the mountains of It's waiting for you. Come on, head for the mountains of.